Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. And you guys, I am thrilled and excited to talk about this episode. It's one I've had in my brain just swirling around for quite a while. And to be honest, I cannot believe I don't have a single podcast devoted to the pacifier. Y'all, I've touched on it in several of my episodes. I even debuted with my first real episode talking about the 10 things that my clients hide from me. One of them was the pacifier. And that's when I think everybody became very well aware of what I stand for. And I love that. So if you've stuck around my Instagram, my Facebook, anything on this podcast, you know that I am not a pacifier person. I think it is an amazing tool for newborns. And you better believe when I was even in the hospital, I had a nurse hand me a pacifier and I asked for more so I could keep it and use it for the newborn stage. Now, I will acknowledge that there are many instances where breastfeeding moms choose to not use the pacifier in the beginning. And that is obviously your choice. And I want you to consult with your lactation consultant around that. But I definitely want you to use it in the newborn stage. Babies cannot self-soothe as newborns, so we have to help them. And one of the tools is the pacifier. I talk all about in my newborn course, the five S's by Dr. Harvey Karp, and one of them is sucking. And so, yes, the baby craves and has a sucking reflex and craves that. So we use it. But after four months old, it can become a sleep prop. So we have to be able to teach baby how to self-soothe. Now, Let's get into some of the main reasons I ask you to drop it cold turkey after four months. But before I do, I have got to share a review from a family who dropped the pacifier and saw amazing success. Katie says, Becca is amazing. My husband and I had our first kids, twin girls, in the middle of his second year of med school. I knew that getting our girls to be the best sleepers possible was a priority. We used her newborn course and four-month e-coaching course, and my girls are amazing sleepers. The courses gave us consistency and helped us know what developmentally appropriate for our girls. There were many times she asked us to do things that contradicted what my mom friends said like ditching the swaddle and pacifier, but we decided to trust her and go for it. And now my babies sleep awesome. Katie, I love your story. I think it's so wonderful that you just put your blinders on and you knew what to trust and you knew what to do and you didn't listen to what the world around you was saying. And honestly, that is the number one thing that just makes me so frustrated is that culturally, It's okay to see pacifiers in kids all the way up to toddlers. And I want you to know that that's not okay for their development. So the first reason I want you to ditch the pacifier after four months is because it can, and it is linked, I'll put the research here in the show notes, it can be linked to speech delay. And this is important because if you think about it, We offer the pacifier for our children throughout the day when they're fussy, when they're acting irritable, and we give it to them in hopes that they'll just, okay, be quiet, be quiet. But it's 2019, and without getting political on you, why would we want to silence our children? Why would we want them to not express what they want to? 
And I have to call that out because I have been in homes, and I'm not making any of this up, I have been in homes where we were working with the seven-month-old, but the three-year-old was also addicted to a pacifier. And when she came to speak to mom and dad during our consult, mom gave her the pacifier. And it was really hard in the moment to not call that out, but I wasn't there for the three-year-old and I knew that would be another conversation, which yes, it did become another conversation at another point in time. But I want you to just start to recognize how often, it's kind of like our phones. We don't realize how often we're pulling out our phones. You probably don't realize how often you're pulling out the pacifier to give to your child. So I want you to just be a little bit aware of how often you're getting it out in those moments of fussiness. So yes, it's now linked to speech delay. But also into that, you guys, people get so scared when I tell them it's time to drop the pacifier cold turkey after four months. And they say, oh, you couldn't possibly mean during the daytime. My child is so fussy. My child is so cranky. Why do you think they're so fussy? Why do you think they're so cranky and irritable? Because they're exhausted. And so when your baby, when your toddler is exhausted, you're using the pacifier to mute them because they're so tired, they are just fussy, they're cranky. And so we're trying to break the cycle. That's the point. We're trying to break the cycle of overtiredness so that your baby isn't fussy. They aren't cranky during the day because they're well rested. And that makes sense, right? So yes, it's linked to speech delay. Yes, we're trying to break the cycle of that fussiness that you're trying to use the pacifier to stop during the day, and we're trying to get to the root issue. Now, the other thing we want to look at is the main cause of the pacifier. It's going to have broken sleep. Your baby, your toddler, you can do the scatter technique all you want. You can take pacifiers and scatter them all over the crib. However, Your baby, your toddler is waking up throughout the night, fully alert, fully awake, looking for that pacifier, looking for that thing to help them go back to sleep. It's causing broken sleep, broken sleep cycles. And do I have to tell you how terrible broken sleep feels? I don't think so. Your body is the most restored when you can sleep solid and have cycles naturally go in and out, not broken throughout the nighttime. And so even if your toddler can put the pacifier back themselves, they're still struggling with broken sleep. Now, let's just touch on babies before I get into some things for toddlers there. But I often will hear parents say that they're rushing down the hallway to pop the passy back in before the baby fully wakes up. So, okay, maybe your baby's not getting the broken sleep, but you are. And if you are doing the marathon sprint down the hallway multiple times a night to get the passy back in, something has to change. Because you will end up, like these toddlers, with pacifiers all over the place, and you're popping it back in their mouth, or you're rushing back in to go find it in the middle of the night, because now everybody is waking up because of the broken sleep. So this gets into how do we ditch the pacifier? Because now you know it causes broken sleep and we also have to take it away because of the speech delay. So what's happening? How can we get rid of this? Well, for babies, you can just give it in the trash can, throw it away. We're done with it, put it away because 
young babies, they they have no clue what's happening. I get messages all the time about, hey, Becca, are you sure? How long is it going to take my baby to forget about the pacifier? I guarantee you, once they start sleeping better in just a couple of nights, everything is going to feel so much better. They're going to forget about the pacifier. It's going to be you who has that remember those motions of putting the passy and you're going to be searching your diaper bag and be like, oh yeah, we don't do that anymore. Now for toddlers, I'd say like 12 months and up, we want to talk to them about this, okay? So don't just throw it away and tell them, sorry, it's gone. I actually want you to walk them over to the trash can and throw a pacifier into the trash. Goodbye, pacifier, and tell them, you are such a big girl. You are such a big boy. It's time to get rid of these and sleep in your bed like a big boy, like a big girl in your crib, whatever. We want them to know that they don't need this tool. They don't need this thing to help them go to sleep because they are fully capable for themselves. So march them over to the trash can with pacifier in hand, have them throw it away, and then talk to them about a new comfort item. Good job, I'm so proud of you for throwing that away. Would you like tonight instead to sleep with daddy's t-shirt? Would you like to sleep with mommy's pillow? That's if they're two years old and up. Would you like to sleep with a stuffed buddy, like a teddy bear for 12 months and up? You can have a stuffed animal. We want to offer a new comfort item that they can now become attached to. If your child was using the Wubbinub pacifier, then just chop off the passy part and give them, and don't obviously do it like, I'm going to chop this off, but I would tell them what you're going to do and say, okay, it's time to get rid of this. And you can, you know, cut off the passy, have them throw it away, but they could keep the stuffed buddy if they like it. That's completely fine. Again, for the young babies, you can throw it away. They're not going to be scarred by you throwing it in the trash can. They don't even really understand that you're doing that, but we do want them to recognize that they have fingers to suck on. You guys, sucking thumbs, sucking fingers, those are attached pacifiers that the child has at all times. So that is a wonderful self-soothing skill. I definitely hear parents asking me how can they prevent the thumb sucking, but I would much rather have a child who gets into their bed and sucks their thumb to go to sleep at night than a child who is addicted to the passy all day and all night. Wouldn't you? And I will share that the older the child becomes, the less I see the thumb sucking. And if your child is an older child who is sucking their thumb, then you may want to consult with a counselor because I have often seen that used as a coping mechanism for stress or anxiety. Okay. So I'm just throwing that out there. But I want you to be able to have a solid plan of like, okay, what are we doing? How are we getting rid of this pacifier? And what's what's happening here? Now, great. You've thrown it in the trash can. Great. You've gotten rid of it. But now what? If you need that next step, I invite you to come further with me. I want you to find your sleep plan. That's one thing to say, okay, we're done with the passy, but what's next? You don't have to be in this alone. So I want you to head over to my website, littlezsleep.com, go down into the, into the show notes and find your child's age range and find the e-coaching program that's ready for you right now. We can be passy free, even if you're in the toddler stage. Yes, we can be passy-free. We can support your child to go to sleep independently, prop-free. It is a beautiful thing. Now, to conclude all of this, if you don't mind, I'm going to just like take one more step up on my soapbox. You might have purchased programs in the past from other sleep areas, other sleep consultants that have told you it's okay to use the pacifier. And to be frank, I literally have no idea how you can be successful with sleep and have the pacifier. 
I, I don't have a clue. I do not understand what they teach. I don't believe in what that is. And so I just want to enlighten you through this podcast on why I think it is completely bogus to say that you can have a child sleep 11 to 12 hours and have a pacifier. I really don't believe that they're getting the quality sleep that they need or the quality naps that they need. So I'm just putting that out there because I am aware that there are sleep consultants, sleep programs that allow you to keep the pacifier. And I have been told that a family did not choose my coachings because I had them get rid of the pacifier. So Y'all, I'm all about being open, upfront, and honest. If you're ready to ditch the pacifier, then I'm your girl. If you want to keep it, then there are other programs that you can go research and find. But I want you to know that when you take my hand and we work together, we're going to see sleep success. So I'm excited about that. This was a pretty big episode, you guys. Thank you so much for allowing me to be raw and open and honest as every single week I try to be. You are doing an amazing job. Obviously, you're here and you care about your child's sleep. And I am really looking forward to next week. Sweet dreams. See you next time.